toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey with our special guest and sponsor, Tom Palladino with Scalar Light. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And we would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation. We are so grateful for all the support we have received with the monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes and Spotify, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin to invite you to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And to take another deep breath into your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this moment. And take one more breath into your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And breathe that light and love out and send it back to all of humanity remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Tom Palladino is on a personal mission to make a difference in the world by providing people with the education and tools to restore optimal health and enhance their quality of life. Scalar Energy or Scalar Light works with the quantum field, the consciousness of the universe, to activate the body's own innate healing ability. Tom's technology works through a person's photograph and has the power to break down the molecular bonds of over 400,000 pathogens, bacteria, fungi, viruses, parasites, and much more in the body. He has programs for anti-aging, hormones, and nutrition, just to name a few. And Scalar Energy also helps with balancing chakras, removing toxins, deepening spirituality, improving cognitive function, and overall well-being. Scalar Energy also works with pets, animals, and plants. Thank you so much again for being here with us today, Tom. 
Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Stacy. Always a pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. And for our listeners who didn't get a chance to listen to your previous interviews, you can hear those on episodes number 73, 78, 90, and 103. And so, Tom, again, always great to have you on Be The Love podcast. And for our listeners who are not familiar with Scalar Light or Scalar Energy, could you give us um, an overview of this? Sure, the overview is the universe. What do I mean? Scalar energy is the life force energy. If you look at the universe, you have to say to yourself, what gives rise to the universe? What are the instructions? Well, it's light, it's energy. Everything begins with light energy. Light energy is primal, it's fundamental. And I am saying that scalar energy, I work with scalar energy on a daily basis, is the life force energy of the universe. It's not electricity. It's not magnetism. So we're going to discuss about the perhaps the cosmology of the universe, the, that, that primal force, the life force energy, scalar energy, and how this energy is responsible for all phenomena, including atmospheric phenomena. Hmm. That sounds like such a a big and beautiful topic, and I'm excited to dive into that. And so I know you have been talking about just how much scalar energy really impacts the atmospheric energy and cloud formation. And and so I'd love to to hear more about this. Can you tell us a a little bit about what this looks like? Please, uh, If you will, scalar energy has many uh, characteristics. One of the characteristics, it's either centrifugal or centripetal. And by that, we see that this energy can either, uh, as a centripetal force, produce something that's inward or assemble something, as opposed to a centrifugal force in which something will break apart. We'll, we'll, We'll see that this primal force will cause matter to break down or or to negate a molecular bond. So what are we getting at? If we see scalar energy in the capacity of a centripetal force, it's responsible for assembling atoms, molecules. There are certain scalar energy forces that will assemble the hydrogen and oxygen readily available in the atmosphere. That's an inward force that that will assemble hydrogen and oxygen. And the result is water. Now, many people have have frequently said, how is it that water, how is it that we get have rain? You have to consider rain, water is heavier than air. Why doesn't rain fall all the time? Well, it's not assembled all the time. If you consider a rain cloud, a rain cloud has a preponderance of hydrogen and oxygen. Those are gases that will stay afloat, so to speak. They will will stay, if you will, airborne. But when you start to assemble the hydrogen and oxygen in a rain cloud, then water forms, H2O. And the result is rain. And that's when it starts to rain. And it is scalar energy that will take the hydrogen and oxygen, the superabundance of hydrogen and oxygen in our atmosphere, and then finally form that into a into the polar bond, into that polar molecule, H2O. Mm. So the, the, the driving force, the animating force behind any rain shower is scalar energy. That's why we have rain. And once we realize that scalar energy is that prime mover, 
then, then we will be the better for it. We will understand the universe in a more meaningful capacity. Now, many times, even as a child, I said to myself, how is it that you can have a rain cloud, but the rain stays aloft, rain water is heavier than, than the air, and the rain never drops? Well, the rain only drops once the hydrogen and oxygen are assembled. And this is what scalar energy researchers have discovered. Any rain cloud is filled, is charged with scalar energy. And that environment is an inward that's a, that will assemble, that's a centripetal force that will assemble hydrogen, oxygen, leading to, to water. And just so our listeners know, we have uh, photographs of some of those clouds that you mentioned, the different types of clouds. We will put that link in the show notes so they get a visual of what those look like. And you have uh, pictures of lenticular clouds that are stationary over extinct volcanoes and other vortexes. Help our listeners to understand sort of the importance of the different types of clouds. You have lenticular, you have pancake shaped. How can how can these be affected by scalar energy? Okay, so I, I started off by describing a typical cloud, a rain cloud, that is produced by scalar energy that will assemble hydrogen and oxygen, producing eventually water, rain. Well, there are many functions of scalar energy. One of the functions of scalar energy is when it's broadcast, say, from a, a volcanic vault, a vent, it's venting from a volcano, or scalar energy can actually vent from a, a crack in a fissure. Um, some type of fault line, but the the result many times is another cloud formation. Now, what am I getting at? There are many volcanoes around the world. Even though there there are distinct volcanoes, you still have an upwelling, if you will, of scalar energy from these extinct volcanoes and from the cone from this vent. You have certain scalar energy instructions, certain scalar energy forces that will create and maintain a cloud. Many times they're called lenticular clouds. Now, when a volcano is giving off certain instructions, it will assemble a cloud right over the vent, right over the Mm -hmm. cone of a volcano. And interestingly, these clouds are stationary, sometimes for hours, sometimes for days. In other words, the the wind does not move these clouds. When have you ever heard of a stationary cloud? Well, regardless of of the wind pattern, sometimes these volcanoes produce a local environment in which they can produce a local lenticular cloud, and that local lenticular cloud hovers over the volcano. Now, very few people have, have really caught on to this, Many people have tried to explain this away. That's to me, that's quite phenomenal. I've seen lenticular clouds myself, and indeed, many times they're stationary for hours. And why is it that they hover over a fault line or a vortex or a volcano? Because a fault line, a vortex, or a volcano produces that upwelling of scalar energy. Mm-hmm. And the aftermath, the, the result, the sequence of that energy is a cloud formation. So what am I getting at? Scalar energy will create a rain cloud. It will also create a lenticular cloud that is stationary, that hovers over a volcano. Hmm. Quite fascinating. Once we understand the driver, once we understand the animating force of nature, we now see how profound scalar energy is and how 
scalar energy really is the animating force in the universe that's also responsible for weather phenomena. Wow, that is so beautiful when you really think about the big picture and, you know, just how how powerful it really is. And so I'm I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about these vortexes. When I think about vortexes, I think about well, the one, one place comes to mind is Sedona, Arizona, yes. because there's all these vortexes and the energy is just palpable and manifestation happens quicker. And, you know, and the experiences can be really just beautifully and profound. And so how has, you know, scalar light yeah. impacted those vortexes and vice versa? And, and what is what is the impact of these? Yeah. Well, Stacy, you've, you've proven that you're an expert. And I always, <laughs> both of you, both Stacy and, and Brenda are experts. What am I getting at? Yes, there are lenticular clouds that frequently form in Sedona. Why? Because you have vortexes. And some of those clouds, those pancake, those flat clouds, if you will, those pancake shaped clouds are common in places like Sedona. It is the vortex below, the scalar energy vortex, that creates those clouds. And, and now we have an understanding of what is the animating force in Sedona. It's scalar energy. And we can prove that because there are vortexes all around that are producing pancake-shaped clouds or lenticular clouds. So if we look at the result, the effect, the vortexes, how people feel in Sedona, the lenticular clouds. The cause is always scalar energy. And this is the key. Now we understand the driving force behind Sedona. I'll give you another example of how powerful this, the vortexes are in Sedona. Some people, if you're close to a vortex and you have a compass, let's say you're out hiking, you have a compass, your compass will not orient. It won't show true north. Your, your compass needle will just swing wildly. It will not show any coherent intelligence. Why? Because in a very strong vortex, you're in a scalar energy force field, and there is no direction. There is no north and south in a scalar energy force field. So many people will go to Sedona, and if they have a compass in their hand, sometimes they've, they've witnessed their compass behaves in a wild fashion in an erratic fashion. Why? Well, it, a compass does not recognize a scalar energy force field. There is no North Pole. There is no South Pole in a scalar energy force field. There is, you're, you're outside of time and space, so to speak. And this is why a compass will not behave in a typical fashion in many places in Sedona. It is the scalar energy presence that overrides the, the compass's ability to pick out north and south. Mm. A compass will function in an electromagnetic environment. A compass will not function in a scalar energy environment. And this is why many people who have a compass in Sedona, under the influence of scalar energy, that compass will not function properly. This episode is sponsored by Tom Letter at Selenite Swords. Our world faces many challenges at the present moment, and to create more balance among mankind, the collective power of lightworkers is needed now more than ever. 
If you want to contribute to this effort with your own energy work, add selenite swords of light to your practice. Each sword is handmade with a blend of over 400 power crystals and 92 sacred waters from around the world. It creates a resonance that's palpable, tangible, and magnifies your personal energy many times. Practitioners love these unique tools of light and what they experience during each healing session. Visit Selenite Swords of Light to learn more and select your new sword today at selenitesword.com. Really fascinating. Next time I go to Sedona, first thing I'm bringing is a compass for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think this brings up um, for for me for a more personal aspect is how we are affected by this animating life force energy. I think many of us forget that we we are the elements of nature and yes. we have we are directly affected by the weather patterns that are around us, the different cloud formations, even the more, you know, abrupt natural wonders like volcanoes and strong winds and things yes. like that. It does affect our personal energy. And yes. I think the more domesticated that we have become, the more we stay inside our homes and don't observe these wonders of nature, we forget that. And I'm not saying it's intentional. But it's just this idea of we are affected by this scalar energy. And it's a very powerful force as as you are um, so eloquently explaining to us, even through cloud formations. And what also came to me is not that I am a scientist by any means, but clouds made of, you know, like you mentioned, water. We are mostly water. And I think that is really important to remember that the water within us connects us to the water within the clouds and the rain that comes down. Um, So I'm kind of wondering, can you speak to that that connection of like, okay, yes, there are there are these elements within the clouds and the weather patterns. How are we as a human being also affected by those natural elements? Uh, That's another brilliant observation. Water has always been a great capacitor, a reservoir for scalar energy. When Nikola Tesla was working with scalar energy, he, frequently he would build his uh, scalar energy instruments uh, above a, an aquifer because the, the water, if you will, was the battery or the reservoir or the capacitor for scalar energy. Now, you're right, Brenda, we are 70% water as people. And what does that mean? We are all capacitors for scalar energy. We all observe uh, absorb scalar energy from the sun and the stars. And this is why sometimes people feel perhaps uh, a mood shift, a mood change when they're outside in, in, the, in the bright sunlight. Or some people say a lunar phase will have a profound influence upon them. All of that, all of the above is, is true and accurate. Scalar energy, whether it's directly from the sun or, or rebounded energy from the, from the moon, is still having a, an effect upon us on, on our biological processes. Now we start to see just how profound this energy is. Scalar energy floods the universe. So, you know, here's an analogy. Consider what you had for lunch or dinner today. And, and whether it's carbohydrates or proteins, sure, that has an influence on your body. Well, how about billions upon billions of galaxies of stars that are bursting forth with scalar energy 24 hours a day? Do you think that has an influence on your body? Sure it does, a profound influence. 
Wow, it's so profound just, you know, how powerful the universe is, but also how powerful we are when we really can tap into that energy and the influences that are all around us. You know, we are nature. There's no separation as within, so without. And so for people wondering, you know, because it, it is such a powerful force and we do have access to that how can we how can we really tap into that energy or you know do we need to go find a vortex to really yeah. find you know that power source or or yeah. what how can we truly tap into that that's a good point some people find that at a vortex you know again many people i have friends who go to sedona and they say they feel different there. well mm. you know join the club everybody just about everybody does it, it's a vortex it's a powerful vortex i know friends i have friends who go to mount shasta even though the Volcanoes extinct, it still emits a tremendous amount mm -hmm. of scalar energy. And this is why you'll see many lenticular clouds hovering over Mount Shasta. Now, you don't need a volcano. You, you have a mind, you have a heart. I've always said this the human mind, the human heart are scalar energy vessels. The mind, we think because of scalar energy, we feel because of scalar energy. It's the prime mover of everything, including thinking and feeling. And hence, everybody, God has endowed everybody with this life force energy, the way we think, the way we feel, which only gives further credence to the notion, think positive thoughts, try and have a goal or two every day, surround yourself with good friends, pray, meditate. Do what's helpful. Do what's helpful to yourself as well as mankind. All of that works hand in hand with this thinking, with this feeling uh, of this God force energy. I'll go on record. This energy has to come from God. Only God can perform these unnumbered miracles of scalar energy. God's miracles through scalar energy are incalculable. You know, it's it it, it powers every star. The reason we have bright stars in the universe is because we have bright scalar energy. So it's the life force of the universe. We, we have to give credence to the creator. I love that. Yeah, I've I've said many times uh, to my yoga students that we are walking miracles because I think so often we forget. Uh, we forget yes. that our heart beats and we don't have to like think about, okay, I have to make my heart beat at this certain rhythm right now. It just does. And same with breathing, you know, it's involuntary. And so that's something to remember that that scalar energy from our hearts and our minds and surrounding ourselves with, you know, good thoughts, good people, people that raise our vibration is so important to our overall health. And so how does scalar energy kind of circling this back to, you know, what we see out in the cosmos and that we are a part of that cosmos, how does the scalar energy and, and specifically your instrument um, help us create that good health system that, that we all really desire and we all want? God has given me the wisdom and insight to develop and to uh, administer scalar energy through scientific instruments. And the instruments control that spectrum of energy, scalar energy. It's not magnetism. And I've discovered that a scalar energy instrument will balance the brain, will balance the chakras, will balance our emotions. Why? Because the brain waves, our, our thinking, our feelings, our chakra waves, all of those are regulated controlled and regulated by scalar energy. So if you want 
the best way to balance your brain waves, your thinking, your chakras, your feelings, it's with scalar energy. Scalar energy is the superior tool. Why not balance your scalar energy vessel, your mind and your heart, with the scalar energy instrument? That's that's what I call the chakra balancing. It probably is the most important session that I've ever been able to administer, a chakra balancing. Yeah, sounds, I mean, as, you know, so within, so without, you know, sometimes it can be hard to see what's happening on the inside as, you know, humans, we're not necessarily conditioned to look within, right? So I think it's also helpful to see the power of the scalar energy in these vortexes and how the the clouds are formated. And and it looks like pretty symmetrical shapes and, and staying. And so if it can have that kind of impact on this cloud within this vortex, you know, just think about the balancing it can really have within each one of us and as a human. Thank you. And everybody's capable of that. That's what we want to inculcate by our talk today. Everybody, you don't need an instrument. Everybody can balance their mind, balance their chakras through prayer, through meditation. This is why so many people, so many health coaches, so many life coaches say, think well of yourself. Think well of your fellow human being. Ultimately, the, the seed that you plant, your thoughts become reality. Why not be happy? Why not have happy thoughts for the progress, for the benefit of mankind? Think along those lines. Yes, and I would agree. And to know that we have the choice for that, you know, not that we are a victim of our thoughts. You mentioned, you know, scalar energy comes from a greater design, a creator, and we are also creators. We're creators yes. of the choices that we make. And part of that, you know, is our our thoughts and the people that we choose to keep in our circle and then those that we choose to have better boundaries with. And I think that's a really powerful statement for people to hear is that we can choose the thoughts that we would like to think, even on the difficult days that might seem harder. Uh, depending on our circumstances, but that we can always circle back to, yes, I have choice. Yeah, Yeah. you're you're right. Great point. Mm -hmm. And even as, you know, Mazaru Emoto said, you know, as he also showed that we are, well, I mean, you know, we're 70% water, as you also said, and, you know, those, the thoughts we think, you know, change the structures of our cellular DNA, um, you know, with good thoughts create good, you know, beautiful crystalline structures, whereas those negative thoughts create, you know, disharmony. And so how, you know, I wonder just, you know, the scalar light sounds like, you know, it can also help with that crystalline energy when we truly tap into that and, and can change the structure of our DNA, our cells, our chakras. Yeah, yeah, I- I- exactly. So the, well, the important thing to recognize is this is primal. And everything we see in nature is the result, the effect of this. So whether it's our brain cell, a stem cell, whether it's our fingernail, whether it's a star, et cetera, or a planet, or an element such as carbon or calcium. All of this derives from an instruction, from a scalar energy instruction. 
Mm. And that's really what I'm trying to impart, that this scalar energy is the instructions, is the primal force of the universe, meaning it gives intelligence to the universe. Before you have a physical universe, before you have any physical manifestation, you have to have an instruction. Mm. So that that also you know makes me think about just the instruction that we have on our own lives, and yeah. you know when we instruct our lives to say, okay, this is my intention, that is the direction I want to go into, that is the manifestation, you know. So we start going into that, you know, yes. and and it sounds like scalar light can really help with the manifestation of our our truest heart's desires. Yes. Uh, brilliant another brilliant comment so the way we think is what what is essentially what we set the world up to be if we are happy that's a scalar energy instruction then we'll see a happy outcome if we're positive if we have intellectual thoughts then we'll see a positive intellectual environment if we're negative then we're going to make a negative environment for ourselves and we saw that with Dr. Moto. Dr. Moto could, could speak into a water, and the water would change, would assume a specific geometric form specific to the thought pattern or specific to the, to the uh, vocal command. Well, if water will obey a scatter energy instruction, then everything else will. People will. So all of this food for thought, what Dr. Emoto achieved with, with water, and he could demonstrate that, that water was influenced by thought by, or by uh, the word, by speech. Likewise, people are, 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 are affected in, in, in either advantageously or in, in a deleterious way by the way we think, by the way we speak to one another. So important. So important. Yes, I agree. So important that we recognize our co-creatorship in, in this lifetime and how we can affect our own health and well-being and that of others. And Tom, as we begin to wrap up this amazing conversation, um, tell us about your Scalar Light Energy instruments and an offer that you have for our listeners. Yeah, if you go to the website, scalarlight.com, anybody in the world can sign up for 15 days and we will balance your chakras. And that's what a scalar energy instructions. That is the primal life force that's going to instruct or download, if you will, scalar energy information into your soul, mind, and body. So scalarlight.com, avail yourself of the free sessions. Anybody in the world can email us a photograph you want to include a family member or, or your pet, uh, we'll treat the entire family. Well, thank you so much, Tom. And thank you for being here and sharing this beautiful conversation. It's been fun. And thank you so much for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes or liking us on Facebook. Please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-hosts, myself and Brenda. A low dollar monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time.
thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining. <laughs>